Welcome to This Week in Photo. Bandwidth for this podcast is brought to you by CashFly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For 10% off of your Squarespace account for three months, go to Squarespace.com slash TWIP and use the offer code TWIP7. This podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash twip. dosage of photographic inspiration. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. This week we've got something special for you, and no, it's not just because everyone's out on holiday for July 4th. Okay, maybe a little, but still, this is an awesome treat. This week, Evgeny Jabotarov from the photo sharing site 500px.com joins me for a revealing discussion about their past, their present, and their future, and also if they've got Flickr on the mind. I'm here with with Yevgeny Chebotarov. He's the creative director and co-founder of a company you might have heard of already. It's a, a, a company called 500px.com. And one of the interesting things about them is they're, they're kind of making lots of waves in the photography space. And I've heard about them from from all sorts of people, from Thomas Hawk to, you know, who knows? Everyone, Everyone's talking about 500 pixels as kind of the what Flickr could have been had they had they stayed on their game and done things. So we're going to talk about that piece. Um, and But first, before we kick it off, I just want to, you know, first of all, welcome Evgeny to the show. Welcome to This Week in Photo, Evgeny. Yeah, thank you, Frederick. You, you're quite welcome. Thanks for coming on. Uh, but first, let's talk about history a little bit. So 500px.com has been around for a while, and though it's come into a lot of popularity in recent weeks, it's been around for a while before then. So you want to take us through the history of the site? Uh, sure, yeah. Well, actually, the fun part starts uh, with that 500 pixels started one year before Flickr uh, went live, and it started in 2003. Uh, with a small photo community of uh, onlivejournal.com uh, with photographers sharing their best photos, uh, which were 500 pics uh, wide at the time because it was a good size for the photo to have because the screens were smaller. Um, and I kind of curated the community at the time, and it grew from there. It was a hobby. Uh, but later on, I met Oleg Gutsol, his co-founder as well, and we uh, started working on the website in 2009 and launched it uh, on Halloween night of 2009. Mm. Uh, so it started uh, being a business pretty much at that time. Very cool. Very cool. So it started as a community. What What is a community? Was it a, a forum or a place for photographers to share? Or what What was it exactly? Uh, it was a moderated community on uh, live 
LiveJournal.com, that's pretty much uh, the WordPress uh, for those who are unaware because LiveJournal is uh, having uh, good times in Russia but having a pretty bleak future in U.S. and mostly unknown for now. And um, it's, it's a community blog where people were sharing their photos, submitting them to the moderators and that's First, I was the only one um, to approve or reject photos, and and the first uh, batch of photos, like 95% of them, were rejected. So uh, I got some hate mail uh, <laughs> at that time, and uh, but that was fun. That was fun time. Yeah, yeah. So then, then about you personally. So what what drew you into just you know creating a site that was specifically targeted at photographers? Why why photography? Well, I, I guess uh, the real uh, story of 500 Pig starts with the launch of the website uh, that you see today. It wasn't like this uh, uh, when we launched because it was much simpler, but it started when we met with Oleg and decided that we want to ma- make it f- to take it further and make it as the best place for photographers and the best place for best photography in the world. So it kind of started from there, and we we. we and, uh, and Oleg, uh, both photographers, so we kind of knew what things that uh, we need to make and introduce to the website that make it more better than Flickr and uh, some other websites that we used to uh, to have our photos on. So, so let's talk about that. So, the you know we we've we've talked about Flickr on the show before. We've had Heather Champ, who's the who's the the prior or former community manager, director of community for Flickr on the show. So we've talked on This Week in Photo extensively about Flickr and kind of some of their missteps in terms of missed opportunities like mobile with um, Instagram and that sort of thing and, and, and companies like 500 Pixels that are innovating in a space where Flickr pretty much owned, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, everyone thought Flickr was the de facto image sharing site, but not so much anymore. So what, where, did they go, what, where did they go wrong and what's the problem that 500 Pixels is solving? Well, I, I'm pretty sure that Flickr is still the fact of photo sharing site for uh, in, anyone who is not on Facebook, at least, because I guess <laughs> Facebook uh, got the title. Um, and there is plenty of other players in the field, and I guess just Flickr is, uh, grew too large to an extent because they uh, we actually were surprised that they, they increased, they doubled their uh, user base in the recent years. Um, and they're still big, but they just like, I'm pretty sure it's hard, hard to serve everybody. Uh, so they had to go for the masses. And that's where uh, our small, smaller companies like 400 Pigs started to pick up because we are catering more to aspiring and professional photographers. So we kind of uh, exclude family pictures. Not that, like, you, you still can go and upload your family pictures, just that the community probably wouldn't appreciate it as much as uh, your relatives, for example. Uh, And uh, it gets the best photos, and we we have our algorithms and editors in place, so they pick the best photos, so you can always come to the website and see just the best of the best. Yeah, yeah. So the site itself is... is it's not a place where photographers go to just sort of dump all their images and, you know, hope people like them. This is 500 pixels, and, and I'm, I'm speaking for you, so correct me if I'm wrong. 500 pixels is a, is a site where I upload the best of the best. So my portfolio pieces I'll put online, and so I'm building an online portfolio rather than an online backup of all of my images, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, we got lots of people 
uh, that actually have their Flickr account in place for all the photos, and then they pick the best ones to upload to 500px because they get more exposure there if their work is good, and it, it's it's not. Um, it doesn't replace Flickr. It just complements Flickr in in the way that we we pick up the best uh, photos instead of just having to deal with uh, with all of them. So people appreciate it, and people uh, in most parts understand it. So they they try to upload their best photos. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. So so 500 pics. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautifully designed site. And so tell me where where do you see the site going? You know, right now it's beautiful. It's very minimalist, very elegant. You know, I dare say Apple-like. You know, it's very clean. Um, where, where, where will we see 500 picks going in say the next 24 to 48 months? Uh, it's really hard to say because we got impressive growth recently. Uh, actually, thanks to Thomas Hawk and other heavyweight Flickr users who were raving on our behalf uh, pretty much for free. So yeah, that's how uh, I found I just, about uh, you, Thomas Hawk. Yeah, yeah, Th- Thomas Hawk is a really big guy, so I guess we'll have to buy him more than a beer when he comes to town. <laughs> yes, um, but and he's disappointed Flickr users, so it kind of worked on our advantage as well. Um, but the website is growing really quickly, and we uh, should pass the 100,000 users mark uh, as of tomorrow, I guess. Wow. Uh, and in, in terms of page views and everything, the growth being phenomenal. Uh, like, for, the, for example, in the last 30 days, we grew 60%. Um, and it's been phenomenal before that, and it's continued to be phenomenal. So it's really hard to see the vision in four years from now because it changes quickly. But the, the one thing remains that we want the quality of photos to improve over time, and we want to bring the more uh, f- the more of this beauty to more people. Yeah. And for example, we partner with uh, other companies like Flipboard. Flipboard has uh, our feed as a recommended one, so you can go to your iPad, click Flipboard, and add uh, add our editor's choice feed there. So this is something that we want to also build in our iPad app, which should be coming. Uh, closer to the end of the summer, and as well as an iPhone app, which should be uh, pretty much in the middle of the summer. Yeah, that, that was going to be one of my questions. Like when, in, when is the mobile version of the site coming? So middle, middle of the summer, we can expect that? Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully in the middle of the summer, but the thing is like, we're a really small team and we're, uh, we have to be everywhere at the same time. So, uh, I have to deal with the design on in the early in the morning, then with meetings later in during the day and with some support in, in between that. So, and it's all like being chaotic for all of us because we've been working, uh, weekends and evenings and, uh, at 10 p.m., usually everybody, everybody is still in the office working uh, until midnight wow. uh, very often. Yeah, so it's been crazy, and uh, hopefully we can schedule everything and probably reveal our roadmap for others to see and engage because there's been lots of repeated questions about, like, are we going to do Lightroom plugin? Of course, we are going to do Lightroom plugin. Are we going to do Aperture plugin? Again, like the answer is yes, and there is like lots of things that we, as photographers, need ourselves. So th- this is uh, something we're gonna build yeah. as soon as we can. Yeah. So it's it's photographers building a service for other photographers. It sounds like. So yeah. So what about what about the so the business model? Um, so it's the 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 basic site is free. Um, but for it's fifty bucks a year, and what what does fifty dollars a year get me, and why would I want to give you fifty dollars a year? 
Well, first we were nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. But you know, besides well, that, I, yeah. Besides that, uh, fifty bucks will get you your uh, elegant personal website. So mm -hmm. the idea behind there is two parts to the website. One is the community where you can um, score on the photos and have the ratings and have communications. And the other one is portfolios when you can build with these photos. Uh, your elegant website and we host it on our servers you can select different themes we have uh, nine right now and we'll be adding more uh, as we grow so probably like uh, much more and even opening the design platform for other designers to to engage and to sell their designs and um, you get your own uh, website so it's pretty much for, for or something bucks a month, and you, 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 we take the pain from photographers that uh, are not ready yet for the photo shelter because photo shelter costs a lot more mm -hmm. and uh, are tired of Flickr because Flickr doesn't offer anything like that. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay, before we go any further, I just want to give a quick nod to our sponsor, Squarespace.com. They're the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. And if you haven't heard it already, we've been talking about them on the show a lot recently, um, specifically because of how easy to use the services. They've got this easy-to-use UI that allows you to manage your website or blog with a couple of clicks. And not only is it easy, it's optimized for beginners and people that understand what the acronym CSS means um, and if you don't want to get into that CSS stuff you can just choose from a template pick one and then start tweaking it to make sure it meets your needs they've got all kinds of modules in there so that you can sort of Lego build your website together to build the perfect experience for your group of users you can throw a blog module in there um, you can import and export for if you're on a different platform like WordPress Blogger or Movable Type or something like that. You can uh, they've got blog modules that let you import your data or blog posts from those services into your Squarespace site. We've got a forums in there, so you can build a forum in there for your your users to uh, hang out and interact with each other. You can build forums to collect email addresses and things like that. You can integrate Flickr. They've got an iPhone app. You can integrate Google Maps and on and on and on. Squarespace is really easy to use. And if you want to get started with a Squarespace site, you can sign up for a 14-day free trial. Um, or after that free trial, you can just go month to month if you don't want to commit for a long-term period and then after the free trial if you want to commit for one year you'll get 10% off or 20% off if you go for a two-year commitment so if you want your 14-day free trial just head over to squarespace.com forward slash twip and try it out and and also if you'd like to get an annual plan for Squarespace they have up to 30% off for if you try it for up to six months just go check it out at squarespace.com forward slash twip and use the offer code twip7 for your 10% off of your Squarespace account for three full months now I, I read recently that you guys just closed a round of funding I think you're over a, over a half a million dollars in funding for the company what is Congratulations, first of all. Um, and second, what what is that going to go to? What, what is that, you know, people drop a big bag of cash on you. What does that immediately translate to for your users? 
Well, first of all, Canadian dollar uh, makes it a bit less than a big bag of cash. So we, small we baggie, a small baggie of cash. Yeah, and um, the idea behind yeah, we actually it's been crazy for it's been going for months right now, and we are really happy to close the deal. We got the money in our bank account, and it's been uh, we spent hundreds of hours with lawyers and with everybody else. Um, because it's it's first round for us, and we're a really small team, so it's been like uh, exciting experience. Were you were you, <laughs> were you nervous? Were you nervous about taking investor funds and and you know kind of giving up some of the freedom and control? No, of course, yeah. Uh, we we be, we've been debating that with Oleg for for months, probably like all the summer, all the last summer and all the autumn, uh, debating whether we need or whether whether we can go. On like um, like this because we uh, we quit our jobs and been doing it full time, um, doing it bootstrapped for a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, and it's been uh, sometimes it's been rough. So we got some arguments and we decided that yes, we want the money not because of the money but because of also uh, the great uh, like lots of opportunities that investors can bring. So we were looking for the smart money in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah. oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, and like answering your question where the money would go, um, it's not, we actually have office, which uh, which is free right now, uh, because we are part of the Ryerson DZ uh, incubator, which allows you to stay in a really cool place in downtown Tor- Toronto for free. Hmm. Uh, so it saves us a little bit of money, and the rest would go mostly for servers and payroll. Got it, got it. Okay, um, so I, I while we were talking, um, I put the question out on Twitter. You know that you know basically asking if anyone had any questions for you, and there are a ton of questions <laughs> that have come oh. in directly from Twitter. So I'm going to get to those in a second. But before I do that, I want to ask you specifically about competition and positioning of 500 PX. Where where does 500 PX sit? I mean, is it, we talked about before, is it um, a direct Twitter or not Twitter, but Flickr sort of replacement or competitor? Or are you going, are you, you going after smug mug? Are you going after pure photo or, you know, who, if you had to pick a couple of competitors, where would you say 500 PX sits? Well, uh, the thing is we, we like them all. Uh, It's, it's not something that we want to fight with somebody or to take over. Or somebody. It's something like, for example, we use Instagram for our own um, stuff, and you can join our Instagram feed, which is 500px as well, mm-hmm. and see how we work in the office. We love Instagram. Like, we're not going to take Instagram or uh, Smug Mug, like because we think it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, our advantage is in community because we have people that really raving about the platform, really raving about the opportunities that it allows you to get much more exposure than Flickr and much more exposure than SmugMug and other uh, places because it just uh, picks up the best photos and lots of users see it, like lots of views and lots of comments. So even Thomas Hawk was surprised that the smaller side than Flickr gets him more followers and more views and more comments than his Flickr, which he'd been there for like uh, God knows what, right? Like five or six years. Yeah. Um, and in terms of competition, if we're talking about the premium product, there, there is um, things like Carbon Made, uh, really nice guys based in New York. There is VIX, which, is, which got recently lots of cash of money, but they're doing uh, flash portfolios. Um, 
so you cannot see them on iPad or iPhone. Um, and there is like uh, other things that are other companies that allow you to build portfolios. So in terms of uh, money-wise, there, there is competition and we want to build something that is really elegant and doesn't take much to, like WordPress. You, you, you can spend years customizing the WordPress and you can make your website with it, you can make TechRange with that and you can make like anything with that. So we want to make really simple something when you can click a couple of buttons and have your website ready. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> so what, where, do you, where do you fall on the, the whole argument or debate on Flash versus HTML5? Is, the, is 500px HTML5 compatible, meaning I can load it up on my, or right now load it up on my iOS device and have it perform properly, or is that still in, in the summer? No, it's absolutely. You can load it on, uh, on iPhone and iPad, and on iPad it will look gorgeous, and people love it. And uh, people actually like love it, I guess, on iPad more than on the computer because it just like on iPad it just looks better. Uh, but we want to bring even more impressive experience with the native iPad app uh, and iPhone app. It will be a bit different. Like there, there are some specifics that we are building. So like iPhone will be more community based, and iPad will be more presentation based, which is I guess what um, the platforms differ uh, in that sense. So uh, it, it works great on every device. Wonderful. All right, are you uh, are you ready to take some questions live from the the Twitter feed? Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, so I'll go back here and see. The first one looks like it's from uh, I can't even pronounce this name, uh, Dar Moshirani, or you know, uh, I can't pronounce that name. But the question is, any plans for a Lightroom publish plugin, for example, like Flickr and SmugMug? Yes. Uh, <laughs> when, okay, and I'll add on to that. When can we get that? <laughs> um, well, the, we're building APIs right now. Uh, hopefully, they'll be uh, by early July, uh, and we will be giving them to selective uh, developers at the time, and we will be building something that we can in-house, for example, like iPhone app. We'll be releasing it with APIs, uh, so probably mid-July. And we'll have APIs given to somebody who wants to build, for example, Android app. We've got some, some developers that got really interested in developing something like that. Or if somebody, if, if we have the need in building something specific, we'll probably outsource it because of uh, lack of resources as we see right now. So we'll outsource some things like Lightroom plugin, Aperture plugin, uh, Windows 7 phone, uh, and stuff like that. Got it. Perfect. All right, next question is from Amazing Gals, and Amazing Gal wants to know, will our images ever be sold, or will they have the rights to whatever they'd like to do with them? In other words, will, uh, will 500 pixels take my images and put them on billboards? Uh, well, the short answer is, of course, no. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen lots of arguments with that uh, because Tweetpeak and other photo sharing sites recently changed their uh, copyright and licensing agreements because they just wanted to make easier for advertisers and publishers to sublicense them. And we are thinking about something like that, but if if something ever comes up and we we've got the great relationships with um, sublicensees, for example, we will be. Uh, it will be absolutely opt-in, like nothing ever opt-out and nothing like we'll, we will not change the terms uh, in that way that 
today we cannot do that and tomorrow we can. Yeah. So we love the copyright and we love photographers because we, we've been photographers ourselves. Like we, I worked in a magazine before that and Oleg has been a very photographer for a little while. So that issue like is, is a matter of, is pretty much personal for us. So we will not sell the images without your consent and uh, we'll not put them on billboards yeah. and stuff like that. Good. Can and we actually, like, in our terms... Yeah, sorry. No, uh, no, no, go for it. In, well, in our terms, if you go to 400px.com slash terms, we have the terms in legal, and beside that, there is, like, human translation for non-legal terms, which is, like, not legally binding, but, like, explains you in simple terms, like, what, what's going on in this um, legalize. So it's uh, just a little easier to read. Perfect. All right, next question up is from CB Jason. And there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of interest in 500 picks. Wow. CB Jason wants to know, he says, with the, extent, with the extent that people are already invested in social media outlets, what's, what does your company bring to the table that isn't already there? Uh, I guess exposure. Uh, and the idea behind that lies in two things. One is, is algorithms. Uh, complicated words, you see, like once you go to my uh, last name. Uh, so the algorithms help pick up the best photo, and it's done by uh, people vote on the photo, and fresh photo gets more votes, and as votes grow, the, each vote diminishes in value, so it kind of gets lots of people to upvote this particular photo, and lots of, of uh, votes to downvote. Um, so in that sense, we uh, we always know that like whatever happens, there will be always photos on the website, and the ratings change uh, like uh, every day. So for example, if your photo got 95 rating score today, it will be 92 tomorrow because we downgrade photos based on time. Mm. Um, and the idea behind that that upload fresh photos and you'll get more exposure and more exposure and more exposure as the site grows. Um, so that's a great feature, and uh, I'm pretty sure like heavyweights like Thomas Hawk can talk more about that, that their photos get more views than of Flickr. And also, if you're an amateur photographer and your photos are not as good as like top popular photos, you still can have good photos which get picked up and get to the top, even, then, e- even if your other photos are, uh, let's say, average, for example. Yeah. Like, that's that's interesting. That's that's an interesting rating system that it that it actually degrades over time. So you you incentivize uh, uploading more often by yeah. b- by the rating system. That's great. And we try not to focus on ratings. Uh, so it's something just uh, allows photographers to get more exposure, and we just encourage that. So we try to get more views for for our photographers. Very cool. All right, the same user, CB Jason, he wants to know what the best native resolution for people to use is when uploading photos so that no scaling is required. Uh, it's 900 pixels to 900 pixels. We will not scale or reduce or do, we will not do anything with the photo if it uploads in, in, in that. But you can upload any size up to 30 megabytes per photo, and we can always up this limit if somebody thinks that too low for them, uh, so no big deal for us. And uh, we, we scale it, and the photos are more he- heavier than any Flickr photos because we ha- have the best uh, compression algorithms. So we try not to scale photos like Facebook does, for example, or Flickr. So it's always 
uh, the best quality, but it may take a little more to load. Very cool. Okay. Um, and then another user, uh, Ketsanis, uh, wants to know if you're going to give a TWIP coupon that's better than your friend's coupon code. So we'll, we'll let you noodle on that one while we go on to the next question. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's easier to answer. We don't have uh, normal affiliate systems, so we just created a few, few of them, and uh, they all just give you 10 bucks of the first year. And um, so the coupon is friends. Yes, you can use it, and you can share your friends. But uh, if you want something special, you can email us at info at com, and we can uh, give you some free trial. There you go. Cool. Email them at info, info at 500px.com, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, the other question is, do you plan to incorporate local groups and or group discussions? Uh, that's a great question. We, we got a lot from heavy Flickr users. And the short answer is yes, but it's something that we want to make sure that we make it great. And we haven't figured out the, the way yet how to make it like super cool for uh, not in the sense of copying uh, Flickr groups, but in the sense of bringing something more modern and uh, more relative to, to, to the people. So we, we got some ideas in terms of that. So it's coming uh, this summer. Uh, as with lots of other things, uh, but uh, we're still working on that. Great. All right, Dustin Finn wants to know, how will, how will 500px not become Flickr? Well, first of all, we promise to all our users that we will not sell to Yahoo. I guess that's the big um, thing. And we got one tweet from one user, um, how about we buy Flickr and they Yahoo five? <laughs> uh, yeah. or, or 565, so it's one way or another. Um, but the thing is, we, we try to have the voice with our, uh, with our users and we try to communicate with them. You can always chat with us on, on Twitter. Again, it's 500px, and we try to answer and help with different things. Uh, of course, it may not be as relevant as we grow from 100,000 users to 1 million, or 10 million or 100 million, but we're humans too, and we love to communicate with other people. So uh, if we can help, we'll try to help. That's great. That's great. And TWIP is also brought to you by Audible.com. They're the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. And for TWIP listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out the service and kick the tires. And uh, one audiobook that I'm listening to right now is... I'm actually re-listening to one from the folks over at 37 Signals. It's called Rework. It's actually really, really good. It, it takes a peek at how corporations typically work today and how they could work in the future based on how 37 Signals, these are the guys that are behind software like Basecamp and Ruby on Rails and those sorts of things. Uh, but it, it sort of takes a, a unapologetic look at how screwed up some or lots of corporate corporations are in terms of having meetings all the time and and just droning on about different office politics and how you can get a whole lot more done by being distributed and remote and using the internet as the glue that binds your company together. So it's a really interesting title. It's called Rework. Just search for that. And it's from the folks over at 37 Signals. And if you'd like a free audiobook of your choice, just go to Audible. 
audiblepodcast.com slash twip. That's audiblepodcast.com slash twip. Uh, just a couple more questions. Um, Designer Days wants to know, what accounts for the large number of European users? Um, well, the community started with Russian photographers mostly, even though we had some um, foreign photographers at that time. Uh, and uh, But when the community grew, now Russian have the minority stake here. Uh, but we have, for example, German users joined once, and they added about 20,000 people in a matter of like a few weeks. Wow. And it was amazing. And we, we actually introduced German language to the website, and German users translated it under eight hours or so. Uh, we just gave them the language uh, back for our website, and they were super efficient in making the site available in German. So it was really great. And just groups of people discovered the website. And we have, for example, users from Thailand, users from uh, Romania, uh, and from like Spain, Portugal, now Brazil, uh, with Gizmodo covered, uh, Gizmodo Brazil covered the story about 400 pics. So like small pockets of great photographers come out and they introduce it to their friends. So they like uh, come to the website. So it's really great. And it's, it's nice to see how different groups change the dynamics of the website. So it's really great to see. How, how many users are you adding on average per day? Uh, I haven't seen the stats in the last uh, few days, but uh, on average, on normal days, it's about 1,000 users, and on crazy days, it's about three to 4,000 users. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, next question up is from Craig Ship. He wants to know, how do I import 45,000 photos plus sets and collections from Flickr? Uh, you better don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, with, with, with no disrespect to people with 45,000 photos, I'm pretty sure that no photographer can have 45,000 favorite photos to upload. Yeah. So it's something that uh, I've been using Flickr before that to dump all my backups in case when I'm in travel and I need um, to have some photos for sale. So it didn't work for me, even though I had a pro account at the time. just was too slow to upload from my connection. And uh, we encourage the best photos. So it's, it's something that few, few people have more than 1,000 photos on 500px. And uh, I guess that's the, that's the optimum number. I, I personally have about like 600 photos, and I'm selective in what, what I upload. Yeah, yeah. Okay, looks like we have one more question. This is from Sainz uh, uh, Federico. He says... He wants to know what was the main feature that you thought was missing from other similar services that you thought that you would, you know, try to improve on, basically. Uh, interesting. If, if, if the question is about what drives us in terms of when we were building the service, yeah. uh, that was the quality of photos. So we started with largest previews uh, ever, so it's like 280 pixels. On some websites, the photos were that large at the time. Uh, the previews and the photos themselves are really large, and it's not the largest size. We, are, we are, will have the larger size coming up soon, uh, so you'll, you can see it on site with just one click on larger. Um, so it's something that we want to build that the photos are uh, beautiful and just shown without all the distractions. So there is like plenty of things to come that make it, that will make it experience more seamless than it is even now. 
That's great. And looks like we, we've got through all the questions, unless more come in before we end the interview. But before we before we uh, close out, where you know, where if folks want to learn more about five hundred pixels, I know they just go to five hundred px dot com. But you know, is it you know is there a blog? Is there something where where folks can go to kind of get an inside or behind the scenes look at what's going on? Uh, sure. Yeah, we, we actually have the blog. It's five hundred pixels dot com slash blog. Uh, but it's just hard to keep uh, to keep it up to date because we we update it we try to update it regularly but uh, sometimes we fall behind because we got lots of features that we introduce but for, forget to tweet about that or to blog properly about that. Uh, for example, just yesterday we introduced keyboard uh, shortcuts for faving and liking photos. Um, and I, I got on my agenda to write the blog post, but it's been like a while. So the easiest way to, to get the latest news is to follow, I guess, Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash 500px. And uh, we try to answer all the personal stuff and um, like random tweets as well. So we love when we get cool, cool tweets about the service. And if, if something comes up, just tweet us. That's great. Well, Evgeny, I hope you'll you'll come on again when when you guys have another major release, so that we can sort of talk about the evolution. I feel like you're you guys are you're you've been around for a while, but it feels like you're right at the right at the, the precipice of something gigantic, and you're going to explode. Pretty yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's pretty exciting. It's it's super exciting for us. So we'll we'll have we're working crazy hours, and we want to introduce even more features, and we um, try to make site as reliable as possible. So it's if it, if something doesn't work, we are working on that. But forgive us, like we have to sleep sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, but once we wake up, we are we are on website, and we're trying to fix it, make it more beautiful, make it more accessible, and with even better photos. So just keep with us. We are growing. Um, again, just uh, four of us right now, and two of them haven't signed the contracts yet, so pretty much official, there is a team of two. Uh, four people were growing quickly, and there is, uh, you know, taking, taking Flickr takes a lot of work. So just, just so that I'm clear on that, you are you're you're a team of two that got you to where you are right now. You're expanding to a team of four, uh, and you're taking on Flickr, who is a team of hundreds, right? Uh, well, it's, I, I don't know the number at Flickr, but it's it's we'll it's, a lot, it's a lot of yeah. people. It's a lot of people. Well, we'll have six people probably by mid July, and it will greatly help us because it will take uh, the pain from making everything uh, at the same time and. Um, that more focusing on bringing more features and bringing great partners on the website as well. Great. It sounds like you're you're really listening to user feedback as well. So if users say, "Hey, please do this," and it makes sense, it, are are the chances pretty high that you guys will listen to them? Yeah, pretty much. More than half of what we got from users got implemented in terms of that we uh, listen to what users say and we either have it on our to do list or we add it on our to do list. Except some, uh, except some things that uh, maybe doesn't make sense for us right now. But we listen to all the stuff and we try to um, evaluate like all the ideas that come to us. And there is like we got the get satisfaction account, so you can put some ideas to it, and we can like other people can vote on them. So it's it's nice to see some uh, movement and feedback on, on on ideas as well. 
That's great. Well, I, you know, I want to personally thank you for, for putting together such a beautiful site and making such a beautiful area for photographers to share their images. It's, uh, it was much needed, and I'm really pleased to see services like this come around and be successful. So congratulations. Thank you, Frederick. Thanks. And, uh, and thanks again for taking the time this evening. What is it? It's almost midnight there, right? Yeah, it's 11.45, but luckily I got home, so um, I'm a little more relaxed than being at the office uh, <laughs> at, at this point, so thanks for, for the waiting time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank, thanks for coming on. So I, I appreciate it, and, and uh, thanks a lot for speaking with the This Week in Photo listeners. Yeah, thanks. No problem. That was Yevgeny Jabotarov from 500px. Be sure and check out their site over at, yeah, you guessed it, 500px.com. And to keep up with everything in the TWIP universe, head over to thisweekinphoto.com. There you'll find links to our Facebook fan page, our Twitter page, and more. And if you're looking for me, Frederick Van Johnson, you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash frederickvan or frederickvan.com. And with that, it's time to take that lens cap off. This Week in Photo is a PixelCore.tv production. Produced by Suzanne Llewellyn with technical producers John Riley and Alutha Jamakar. 